Welcome to the World Skills Champions Trust podcast. I'm Alex Musial, Conference and Projects Manager for World Skills. And I'm Shauna Burke, Marketing and Communications Manager for World Skills. And today we've taken over the World Skills Champions Trust podcast to interview the representatives to hear about their experience and what it's been like over the past year. This group of nine World Skills Champions represents different regions and skills just around the world. These individuals have taken the responsibility of being the voice of champions within World Skills, and we're delighted to have them here to chat with them and learn more about their experience. So we wanted to open up the first question to, to all of you with um, what was the highlight for the year for you and uh, what made this year so special? And maybe we'll start with you, Bart. As a World Skills Champion Trust member was amazing. But um, if I had to choose one, I would definitely pick the General Assembly, the moments that we share with the other champions and we, what we achieved was phenomenal. It showed me that the, uh, keeping the champions engaged is totally possible and gave me a boost of motivation. Excellent. Thanks so much. And over to you, Anna. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, my highlight was more general. For me, the most important was that people all over the world taking care about our future, developing their skill system. I mean, we making it in Russia, but I saw now that it's right direction for all of us. It's amazing. Excellent. Thank you. And Jenica, what was the highlight for the year so far for you? Um, I kind of have two, but I'll just keep it easy. The first one I would say would probably actually be when I got my email stating that I was um, accepted to be part of this whole group because that was just like, that was like Christmas morning for me. But if I had to choose a particular moment with this group, I would probably say it was our training in Washington. It was just for me, it was really great to be able to reconnect with people and just hear all of their stories, and uh, and we all bonded so quickly. So for me, that was uh, that was a big highlight for me. Excellent. Yes, your training was certainly an intense time, and you all grew so much over that period. Ricardo, what was the highlight for you so far? Uh, I believe that for me, the the highlight of the year was definitely the DC training we had. Uh, it was, as you said, it was so good for us. Uh, I believe each one of us grew so much. And uh, we had the opportunity to visit and know more about the Skills USA. And uh, it's just a great organization, not only about competition, but it influences all, all America. So it's, it was just great. And Victor? Uh, for me, it was uh, GA in Niagara Falls. Because now every uh, members know us, and uh, it was very interesting to be connected, connecting again with champions. So that was a very good uh, highlight, I think. The Champions Trust certainly was a large fixture in the General Assembly, and made, definitely made an impression on all of the members and the other champions that were there. You guys did a did a great job. Gary, what's the highlight for you so far? Uh, that's a tough question for me to answer, as I've enjoyed so many different and exciting moments in the past year. But I'd have to be greedy and I have to take two different experiences as my 2016 highlights. Um, being selected to be part of the World Skills Champions Trust as the Asia representative, and then separately being asked to train a number of local students here in the UAE for the Emirates Skills Competition 
which was the first plastering and drywall uh, skill in the Emerald Skills competition, which was last year. And it was just an amazing honor to be the one to train them six young guys for the competition. Wow, you've got your hands full, definitely. It's, uh, it's interesting to be on the other side of the competition and seeing things not as a competitor, but as a support mechanism and a coach. So that's, that's great. And Taylor, what's been the highlight for you? Well, pretty much the same as everyone else in the fact that there are so many highlights of this year that are, it's really hard to pick one. But I think possibly one of the most amazing experiences that I've gone through was being able to go to Zambia and Namibia, my fellow African countries, and just see the skill level there and see how keen and how excited these young kids are actually just to upskill themselves and make their country a better place. And it's something I've taken back um, and I want to implement in South Africa and the rest of the world, actually. So yeah, that, uh, that was amazing. I could not ask for anything more. And Shrag, what's been the highlight for you? Hi, Shona. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Uh, well, the highlight for me have to, has to be, I think, uh, again, I would like to pinpoint two specific scenarios. One was back in July 2016, uh, when we had the known walk-by box at the India Skills Competition, and which was one of the, you know, the projects that the World Skills Champions Trust started off when we met first time in, uh, in the U.S., and so for us to actually implement a don't walk by box at India Skills Competition in July was was a good uh, was a good learning for me. And secondly, uh, I think at the General Assembly in Niagara Falls in October of 2016, when we were able to work with so many different champions, about 21 different champions, and we at the World Skills Champions Trust could facilitate the World Skills Champions Forum. I think that was a key highlight for me. Not just learn and offer the Champions Trust to, to, to do what we are, we are meant to do, but also to um, add so much more value to the entire environment that uh, you know that, that was present at the General Assembly. So I think these two have to be the ones that I would pick out. Wow, you certainly all have had a very busy year in your first year of Champions Trust, and I'm excited to see what's what's up next. The next phase, we wanted to ask each of you a, a different question about your experience. And I think Shana, we should uh, pick on for a little bit our two representatives who have been on the trust the longest. So uh, the trust was an idea out of the Champions Forum in Lucerne, Switzerland in 2014. And two of these representatives were part of that project team who have been working on this, brought it to the General Assembly in 2015. Um, so Ricardo and Victor, we have a few questions um, for the two of you. So Ricardo, let's start, start off with you. So as a member of the team of champions that first worked to create the trust, what do you think has been the major change since you initially proposed this idea? I believe that the thing that most uh, that have most changed was definitely the face of the group. You know, uh, the World Skills Champions Trust became more solid. In the beginning, we were a group of six. Uh, almost nobody knew about us. And uh, we were trying to get some space in world skills, trying to get um, to create more awareness uh, among the champions. And now we have nine representatives and uh, we all are traveling and being part of events, uh, doing opening ceremonies. And this is so important. That's how we, we can get our space, not only in world skills, but in the life of the champions. Excellent. Certainly for me, that's been one of the, the, the moments that makes me smile the most is that it's not just a group of you 
yelling out in the world, but you actually have gained some traction and, and people are, com- are coming to you as the expert. So Victor, just to keep on that, what's, what's been the accomplishment that you're the most proud of? For me, it's um, because now we, our group is now very strongly connected. We are like best friends, but we came from everywhere. All members know us, know that something is happening and it's coming from the ground. And we have now all the tools needed to go on the next step and engage more champions into it. So yeah, the future of past champions is on. And uh, I'm very happy to be one of the first who begin it with Ricardo and the other one. And uh, yeah, that's just the beginning. It has, um, it's been interesting to see the transition as the new members came on board and Ricardo and Victor emerged as leaders within themselves uh, in our initial training, but certainly um, seeing everybody else through this process also find their own voice and their own role within the group. It's, it's great, great to watch that happen as well. And uh, Taylor, you had said that working within Africa has been a real highlight for you. Can you expand on that and how you think the Champions Trust can be an influencer in developing the world skills movement in Africa? I feel that Africa on its own does not have a very great infrastructure like some of the European countries and like the Americas. And to have that sort of skill level brought to places like Namibia, Zambia and South Africa so far that I've been to, really makes the kids want to work a little bit better and work to that standard and and improve so that they can work all over the world. And with the World Skills Champions Trust being involved in them, I found that it was so much easier for them to communicate and to get advice and ask, okay, well, I want to do this as a skill or I want to do that as a skill. And it's been easier for them to speak to someone that is their own age and that's been through the process and that understands the World Skills concept and indeed the world skills movement. So I found that that's really helped in Africa a lot. Um, I'm hoping to change more though, we'll see. Watch this space. (laughs) Uh, It is so inspiring to hear, Taylor, and uh, we can see that you're smiling face right now and it gets bigger the more that you you talk about what you do in your your home country and surrounding countries. Shirag, you're part of a skills organization that is also quite new, has not impacted Um, as many lives in such a large country as India. So I'm wondering, can you elaborate on how the World Skills Champions Trust and being a part of the World Skills Champions Trust has changed your life personally? Well, that's an interesting question. Uh, Well, Shauna and Alex, firstly, if I had to choose two words by which I would say about my personal experience, I think will definitely have to be cultural exchange. I think the cultural exchange that we nine of us bring to the table makes each discussion so much more unique and so much more valuable, so much more different that when we uh, take a particular topic or a project and we, and we try to discuss it, the views on the table, the perspectives come from nine different regions of the world. It comes from nine different areas of skills that, we've, that we're all a part of. Along with that, with, with you both, Alex and Shauna into the, on the table, we get so much more experience of, from the world skills perspective. And together we're able to do so much more. So I think for me personally, it's made me realize the, uh, the perspective, a different perspective on how we can actually look at the same problem. It's made me grow, it's made me learn, it's made me become more mature. So I think I would definitely say that personally, it's definitely impacted me a long way. And I think this is something that 
uh, the nine of us would, would definitely agree that we would love to do this for the rest of our lives. So this is something that definitely has changed the way we look at things. Shrak, is there anything that, any way that you approach different elements of your life or, or your job that have changed since you've been a part of the Champions Trust? Well, for sure. One thing that's changed is that I've become uh, a lot more public speaking oriented, I would say. Uh, back a year ago, I don't think I would have taken up the mic and gone up on stage. But uh, just last month, I was invited to WorldSkills High Tech in Russia and uh, I was invited to speak at the closing ceremony and I grabbed the opportunity with both hands and, and just went up there and spoke and I was really, really happy with myself with what I did. So I think uh, that's one thing of my personal life that I've changed is that I've become more a person who would love to grab the mic and go on stage. And I saw your speech on Facebook Live and you certainly added so much energy and enthusiasm and represented the trust so well in your speech. So well done on that. Jenica, you competed in a World Skills event many years ago, and um, but how does it feel now to be re-engaged with World Skills and back within this community? Uh, for me, it's it's. I don't really think I can describe it with one word, but it's it's been uh, it's been amazing. It's um, it was tough for me for a little while because staying involved was difficult for me, and uh, it's not only re-engaged me with the international. I guess platform, I guess you could say, but it's it's also reengaged me with my uh, with my local organization. I'm from Canada, so with Skills Canada, and I've had the opportunity to speak at our nationals this year, which was really exciting because it is a qualifying year for Abu Dhabi. So for me, it's been it's been really exciting, and I've had uh, there's actually a girl that lives in the same city as me, and she competed the year before me. She's been staying involved since she competed. So for me, hearing her stories, it's it's very exciting for me to hear them. But at the same time, I mean, every single year when she would go to these different events, I'd be like, ugh, how can I stay involved? And then this opportunity came up and it was just like Christmas Day, basically. It was just like Christmas. <laughs> so for me, it's been, it's just been, I just have to soak it all in. And what a great reminder on the projects that you're working on and as you develop them, wanting to inspire others, champions, to stay involved as well because you know what that's like to be able to be brought, uh, continue on with, the, with your work and to be a part of the WorldSkills family. And so the more that we can do to get other champions to have that same feeling and spread the WorldSkills movement within their own lives and their own communities and within their own countries really does make a huge impact. And um, Rachel, can you tell us... Um, what did you expect before you arrived in Virginia for the training camp? And what did you gain the most out of that experience? Right. So what I expected before I arrived in Virginia, I had absolutely no clue what I was in for. It was somewhat a daunting experience together with a very exciting one because we did get to see snow. But on a more serious note, it was completely inspiring to be able to work with all the champions. Um, with Alex and Shauna and the team from Skills USA, we had an amazing time at training. We had the opportunity to get to know each other more. We had also an opportunity to rediscover like things about ourselves and why we want to be in a part of World Skills. I think the biggest part was to be able to gain confidence to speak on stage, which doesn't come very naturally to most Asians, but I think. I got better. So it was a very interesting and eye-opening time. And I think that the Skills USA staff have really, really helped us. And I'm super grateful for that. And I think all of us on the trust are too. 
you certainly contributed a lot to that and, and we could see your growth within that week of telling your story and learning more about what you what you did so congrats to you um, I want to throw it over to Gary for a minute uh, Gary you're you're in an interesting situation because you are an Irish man living in the Middle East and you have been for quite some time now so I want you to give us a little bit of background on that but I really want to hear um, how your professional experience, so your working experience since you're, you're studying, since your competition, how has that been impacted by the particular organization that you work for? Because I'm sure as you'll share, this is an organization who is a part of the World Skills Movement. Yeah, so you're correct. So I'm working for Sangoban. Uh, I work for the gypsum industry based side of the company called Chibrock Middle East. And they have been a huge, huge advantage to me. And I believe they've also been a huge advantage to the World Skills Movement. Last year, with Chiprock and Sangoban support, we, as I mentioned earlier, we introduced um, classing and drywall into the Emirates Skills Competition. And it was the first time ever. As part of that initiative, I, I was the one who trained all the competitors. And I also got to be a judge in the Emirates Skills Competition. So coming from a competitor to a trainer to a judge, has been absolutely amazing. As Sangaman and Jibrock, they've been so supportive of me and the world skills, and they've encouraged me to go forward to try to get onto the Champions Trust, and they've just been encouraging me to keep on achieving and pushing the boundaries as high as I can. And do you think that because Sangaman is involved in world skills and they're around the competition, do you think you've had advantages because this is an organization that you also care so dearly about? Uh, yes, definitely. As I said, they've been supporting me, Dave. When I went to go for the week's training in Washington, D.C. and attend the General Assembly, they fully supported me with that. We have a, a fast-growing meeting here next month is for all Sangoban employees, and we've invited world, some members from the World Skills International Council to come and to speak at that. Sangoban are supporting me, they're telling me to go for all these and they're giving me opportunities to speak. Like at the Fast Growth Market, it's going to be full of all MDs and they're giving me an opportunity to address all the MDs and to explain what Sangoban have done for me and the opportunities they have created for me. What a great opportunity for your co-workers and everyone within the organization to be able to hear the story and to feel that Sankoban is, is not only supporting you, but also having such an impact in the larger world skills movement. What does it feel like to be competitor, trainer, coach with all within a few years? And do you have a favorite role? Competitor, I suppose, is probably my favorite role. I love the excitement of competing, but I also, when I trained the guys last year for the Emirates skills, I was super excited to watch them compete and then super excited to see them go up on the stage and receive their medals. So it's hard to pick one of them. To me, I'm very passionate about world skills. I'm very passionate about plastering. For me, it's very hard to pick one. It's just like an emotional roller coaster. It's just amazing. And Anna, you will get to go on your own roller coaster ride as Russia prepares to host World Skills Kazan. And can you tell us what you're most excited about being able to bring the World Skills movement right to your country? I mean, can you imagine that your country will host a World Skills International event? People around me will see highlights of skills 
I spent a lot of time uh, of my life to show people how important it is to love their business, to love their skill. And now it's a great step for my mission to show them how world skills competition will be. So my life will change after that. So I'm happy to be in the middle of a great event like this. And I'm very proud to be a part of the World Skills Movement who hosts this competition. Bart, you had an, an interesting opportunity this year. You were able to compete at the EuroSkills competition, and this is now three years after you competed at the World Skills competition in Leipzig. So, how was your training for the EuroSkills competition different having stepped away from the competition world for a few years? Well, it's actually very, very different because you, you, you get out of the competition things and then you start working and then you have to go back in with people that are ready for the competition. So it's a very different uh, set of mind. But it has been very, very interesting. Uh, the fact that I've been to World Skills before allowed me to, to look at the training, to look at the approach to the competition very in a different way. I don't know if it's less stressful or not. I don't think so. It's just a very different uh, stress. Um, much more pressure, I believe so. And I can surely say that World Skills and World Skills Champion Trust give me a lot of confidence and a lot of skills. It's an interesting situation to be in because we often ask you as champions to give advice to future champions on what you would do differently or how you would approach it or how you would enjoy each moment. But for you, Bart, you are being able to tell yourself those things and, and learn from your past experience. So what, a, what an interesting place to be in and will probably also help you to, in the future, even give better advice to champions because you know now what, what advice you'd give yourself and how you applied it, but then what you're going to else you'll learn from this experience and what, what new things will come from it. No, totally, totally. But then at the end of the day, I think it's the same advice that my expert gave me. Although now I understand them, so I apply them way better than, than before. That <laughs> I wasn't really sure what it was about. But now I'm like, oh yeah, I got that. So I'll do it. I'll make sure I'll do it. Right. So listening to what other people have to say is the number yeah. one advice as a pastor. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Great. That was so inspiring to hear all of your answers to the questions that we've been asking you. You can really see and hear the depth in what the Champions Trust experience has been and how you're hoping to make it a greater experience for your communities or your countries um, or even the organizations that you work for. Shana and I really quickly want to go around all of you. We want to hear what is your biggest goal, your one top goal that you want to accomplish with the Champions Trust between now and the end of your term at this, this time next year. Let's go back and we'll start with Victor. Yeah, best goal is to, I want to define in each country uh, a group of representatives and start something more in locally and regionally with champions. And that will be a good help for the future. And uh, yeah, that's my best goal. Ricardo, what about you? For me, I believe that our goal still the same is like creating more awareness about the world skills among the champions. Because once we have more champions participating and uh, have involvement in events or projects, we are building a much more solid community. And uh, once we have 
a lot of champions in our community, I'm sure their, their voice will be heard. So that's our intention. Anna, what about you? What would you like to accomplish in the next year? My main goal is to make champions noticeable voice in the system of TWET and in the world. I had an experience for being a speaker in our national competition in UNESCO Forum in GA, and I want to be sure that other champions also had that opportunity. I want to be linked for them to sharing their voice. And as a trainee for competitor for uh, World Skills competition in Abu Dhabi, I want to, my competitor had a medal, of course. Awesome, that is a good goal. Gary, what about you? What's your goal for the year? My goal is same as Ricardo and Anna's mixed together. So it's examining awareness levels of the world skills within the UAE, the Middle East, and all the countries I represent in Asia. And also, I'd like to continue to train the Emirati students here and hopefully bring one of them students to that position that I got uh, back in 2011 to stand on the stage and receive a gold medal. Excellent. That would be a good, a good feeling to pass on. Taylor, what about you? What's your <laughs> There are a lot of things that I'd like to accomplish in 2017. However, there are two main ones I would like to get Africa on the map with world skills and get more countries involved and just get Africa competing because we have a wealth of youth that are very skilled and we just don't have the resources yet to utilize that and we will through world skills and I just want to continue changing the world I mean who at the age of 23 can say that they've done something that will help change the world I think it's absolutely amazing it's a huge oh, words can't explain but it's amazing <laughs> Bart, by this time next year, what do you want to have done? My first goal would be to put the platform up to work, having a social platform where we can connect, share, and get engaged with all the champions would be amazing and would be a, a very helpful tool for us and for the whole Walsh's community. Jenica, what about you? Uh, for me, I'd like to uh, help my, my local organization, so Skills Canada. I'd like to help them to establish the alumni network that they're looking to, to do, which is very similar to the Champions Trust. And I think that that would uh, allow me to help people who have competed in world skills to stay involved and not have to go through the long, grueling five years that I did as being uninvolved. So I think for me, it'd be probably more on a local, local level than it would be globally initially, but that'd be mine. And Rachel, what is your goal for the next year? My goal for the next year would be to, to be more involved with the member organization, uh, whether in Singapore or in Australia, because I'm moving. So to see how we, I can contribute when I move, because it's not just limited to geographical boundaries. And also to be able to be in touch with competitors who are going to be in Abu Dhabi to share the experience like how we train for London and to kind of inspire them to keep going for the best that they can be. Awesome. And Sharag, what is your one goal by this time next year? What is the top thing that you want to achieve? I think the next year is quite important with, with World Skills Abu Dhabi happening in October of 2017. We're going to have over 1,000 more people who are going to join the World Skills Champions family. And so, for, so if the World Skills Champions Trust, by the time our term ends, if we can build a foundation that we can get these champions at World Skills Abu Dhabi to also 
you know be within our network and join the world skills champions trust network and for the next world skills champions trust team to take this further and forward i think building that foundation before the world skills abu dhabi competition is something that i think would be our primary goal wow shana i don't know about you but i'm hearing from grassroots community organizations all the way to wanting to change the world i think uh, you've got some big tasks to do in the next year Well, Taylor said I I don't know who else out there at the young age could say that they've changed the world and I think it's safe to say that the Champions Trust is is doing that and creating such an important foundation for future champions as as they come into the Champions Trust fold and into the broader World Skills alumni to be able to do that and to be inspired to see what action they can individually take to change locally, nationally, globally and call upon others to do the same. It's really really exciting work you're all doing and we're so delighted to be a part of it. I agree. I echo echo what Shana says and always say to everyone that the best part of my job is that I get to work with all of the young people that are doing things to change the world. So in the spirit of this being the end of the year and the holiday season in many countries and everyone getting ready to celebrate the new year, we thought we would take this opportunity for everyone to wish the world your proper greeting. Let's go around the room. Um so we'll start up with Bart. I wish all of you a joyeux Noël and a helicho new year. <laughs> From From Belgium obviously. <laughs> Excellent. Jenica. I wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from Canada. Victor. Je vous souhaite à tous un joyeux Noël et une bonne année de la France. Ricardo. Uh I wish everyone boas festas, bom fim de ano, um ótimo Natal e muita felicidade. From Brazil. Anna. I wish everyone счастливого Рождества и веселого Нового года from Russia. Gary. I'd like to wish everyone a Nolik Hona Jewit, Irish in Dubai. Taylor. I would like to wish everyone happy holidays and a Hacienda Castrios, South Africa. Rachel. Merry Christmas, everyone. Santantia Kaila from Singapore. And Sharag. Aap sabko puri dunia mein India ki taraf se Christmas aur naye saal ki dher sari shubhkamnaye. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today. I know that some of you are up very early and some of you are up very late, but it's really, really wonderful to see you all here today and we look forward to everything that we will accomplish together next year. Thank you so much, Alex, for having us on your show. Thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the World Skills Champions Trust podcast. The World Skills Champions Trust was established in 2014 to help bridge the gap between champions and world skills. The Champions Trust consists of 9 World Skills champions who competed at World Skills at one of the past 3 competitions. The 9 representatives come from different countries and skill areas spanning the globe to represent all World Skills member countries. Tune in next time for more on what the Champions Trust has been up to and how you might be able to get involved.